Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. I'll do the intro now. Okay, good. 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 You can leave that bit in? No. Oh. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com, where we talk movies, comics, TV shows. I'm, I'm out of breath. My name is James, also known <laughs> as Mr. Sunday, with me as always, my coast, Nick Mason. Have you been running? No, I had, I had one. You of just my, had dinner. I did, and I had one of my Christmases yesterday. It takes the wind out of you, mate. Dinner mm. and Christmas. No, no, Christmas Day, because you eat so much and whatever. Mm. It bloody knocks you about, and I haven't been yeah. for a run. Just gonna, you know, get that, get everything going again. You got, a, you got, a, you got some busy times. You know Running, what, Christmas, dinner, podcastos. Yeah, yeah, all these things. Yeah, you, you told me you're on a roll today. You've been editing videos and you've been on a roll. I've got a 15 minute Rogue One Easter egg video that's uh, that's nearly done, and mm. I was up till 3 a.m. editing it last night. But I'm really happy with it. I think yep. it's it's one of the most technically complicated things I've done. But it probably just looks like everything oh, else. Oh, it's that famous video of yours that's going to... It looks exactly the same forwards as backwards, right? That's exactly, it's that yes, one? Yes, that's right. You guarantee it's it. It's a palindrome of videos, yeah, if right. that's the word that means that. Yeah, fantastic. Good. Uh, I was going to say, uh, probably nothing. Okay, Continue good. with the show. Well, then I can say something. Yeah, great. Pacific Rim 2 has a new title. It was Pacific Rim Maelstrom. Mm. Maelstrom? How do you say that? I'll say... Hang on. Now I'm confused because you've said it both ways and I don't know which one I use. <laughs> Ma- oh, no. It malware. Might, it might literally be a word I've never said out loud. It could be, oh, yeah. I've got to give it a whirl. Here we go. Premiere. <laughs> Weekly Planet exclusive. Maelstrom? There I think we that's go. Right. I okay, think that's cool. Right. All right, I did it. Uh, it's now called Pacific Rim, uh, Pacific Rim Uprising, probably for the reasons <laughs> that you just indicated. Yeah. By, you know, by nobody really knows how to say that word or, probably. Or what it means probably. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Pacific Rim Up the Kyber. <laughs> like it's going to be like a series of carry-on films now. Oh, I would love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's directed by Stephen Esther Knight, which, which we've talked about. His show ran the first season of Daredevil. S- Stephen Esther Knight or Stephen S. De Knight? Maybe, maybe De Knight. Okay, yeah. good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's the maelstrom of last names, isn't, isn't it? it? Though? Uh, which is good. Great. Yeah. I'm not really... That keen on seeing another one, but John Boyega's in it, and he was I really liked him in Force Awakens. And yeah, nice. Yeah, sure. He's Ron Perlman back. I'm sure I ask that every time we have Pacific Rim. I don't know specifically, but presumably because he cut himself out of that weird fish monster. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say yes. Do you think he'll have... Because last time he had like like Python shoes. Yeah, he did. Do you think they'll be like monster skin shoes? They might be actually, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, man. Awesome. Monster skin jacket. Or slimy. <laughs> So Perlman can bring his own wardrobe. He probably I assume could. his wardrobe's slimy. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, Hot Dog, what are you up to? Sneaking around the back. Uh, also, we've got Godzilla 2 has been uh, titled. It's Godzilla King of Maelstrom. Monsters. Maelstrom. That's right. For complicated legal reasons, <laughs> when you take a word from the title of a, of a monster movie, you have to add it to another Correct. one. Mm-hmm. And they're both with Warner Brothers, and that, they don't waste anything, do they? No. They make nothing but quality films and quality mm-hmm. titles. Uh, yeah, Godzilla King of Monsters, which is kind of a throwback to you know, the Godzilla films of old, which I've seen none of because, you know, mm. they're pretty old, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mostly a man in a rubber suit. Did you end up seeing the the new one? No, which was a throwback to the, the old new one. Japanese version. No, I did not. I've heard no. it's 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 like a it's a really good kind of homage to the old ones because it's pretty much done in the same style. There's a lot of like Japanese boardrooms being like, "This is serious business." Yeah, uh-huh. there's a monster, and then they'll cut to the monster kind of slowly walking through a power plant or whatever. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, whatever happens in those in those movies, but uh, great. Now Gareth Edwards is he not? No, he's not. Okay, no, he's right. he's out because it. By the time, kind of, he couldn't. Do I was going to say, is he the director of uh, Rogue One? You said no. <laughs> might be. I, I tricked you. <laughs> he did. Uh, yeah, I think because all the pre-production stuff, he couldn't. Uh, what's she doing? That's no, she... all right. The dog is staring at me. The dog. So she, for... did she snuck around the back of me. Yeah, for for listeners who don't know, the dog is meant to stay in her bed, which is over the other side of the man cave. And Regular room, but yeah. It's but it's a man cave, but uh, she now sneaks around to the couch. Yeah, and she's just suddenly. She's got a she's got a head resting on one of the cushions of the couch. She's staring up forlornly. If you just tap your knee, she'll jump. I know. All right, dog. I'm going to move our delightful loot crate merchandise out out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> good, good stuff. Dog. She's done it again. Mm-hmm. Stealth dog. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I'm presuming like King of Monsters is that kind of a lead up to. King Kong as well to be like, oh, I see. The King of Monsters. Do you think maybe this will be entitled Godzilla King of Monsters? For now, brackets mm. for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. potentially, potentially. Yeah. Anyway, great. Looking forward to it. Hopefully, more Godzilla in this one this time around. I, I never went. I liked the last one. I never went back to it though because uh-huh. I figured there's not a hell of a lot of Godzilla in it. Yep. So I thought the bits without Godzilla would maybe drag. I don't. I don't know. Maybe this will be. Do you think this will start? Just maybe it's just going to be non-stop Godzilla. I think you got to. Maybe it opens with a news report. It's like for the second, for like two straight years, Godzilla's been destroying stuff, <laughs> and here he is again. Here's a recap. Here's yeah. a best of mm-hmm. compilation. Uh, what else have we got here? Dunkirk. Christopher Nolan's new trailer for his new film, uh-huh. Dunkirk. Yep. About the Battle of Dunkirk. I watched this trailer. Yes, you have. What mm-hmm. did you think? I'd love to know your thoughts. You know what? I I was a little bit disappointed because in seeing this latest trailer, I got the sense that it was mm. going to s- start slowly. Imagine if it just started slowly transforming into a, a war story that wasn't really a war story. In what like, sense? Like maybe it's got some sort of Christopher Nolan weirdness to it. Oh, okay, like yeah. Like there was some sort of twist. I don't think... But he... it wasn't. It was, it's just a straight-ahead war story, and that's fine. I don't think you can do that with, uh, with, a, with a story like this. Well, maybe you could, though, because... Like with a non... A fictional war, World War II battle, yes. But we had this conversation just before the episode started. You were telling me mm. that the deal with... Dunkirk is and spoilers for a war <laughs> yeah. spoilers for a battle that already happened yeah uh, at the end of the battle of Dunkirk yeah. the German advance stops and nobody knows why not exactly why okay. yeah yeah okay. so you want to see some insight into that well I don't know I just got I got this sense that it was and I I, I don't know it's wishful thinking but I get I got the sense initially from this trailer yeah. that it was going to curve away from being a real war story but now it's it's you know it's about the horrors of war and it's about the fear of war but you hate the you hate that Weird I hate game. Return Soldiers. <laughs> no, You're right. No, I do that game breaking element of 
of a Christopher Nolan film, you're like, I love all of these films or whatever, except there's normally one element that you hate. Do you think mm-hmm. that if they introduce, if he introduced that one element into this traditional wharf story, the traditional like, wharf story, yeah, wharf story, that you'd be like, oh, I hate this. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you can't, you can't win me over, Christopher Nolan. How about that? No matter what yeah, you're you right, do. especially if it was a cloning machine. Yeah, well, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to it though. I'll, I'll see yeah. anything he makes. Yeah, I and it, it, to this point, I had no idea about any of the cast or anything like that. Sure, yeah. So Killian Murphy. No, I didn't this, know that either. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's in it. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh. Great. Branagh's. Branagh's. Old Brano. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. How does he do it? Yeah. He just gets about, doesn't he? Ah, uh, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Got some other cool news, Mason. Better be cool. Aquaman cool. You know what? That's what That was my thought about Pacific Rim. Yeah. If we can go back Can't. two steps. Okay. Uh, we were recently shown a Power Rangers poster. Is that a fake poster? No, it's a fake one. Yeah, it's yeah, a fake yeah. poster. Okay. Yeah. I deleted much... my uh, my tweet about that. Oh, embarrassing well, in, for you! In the res- in respect for the Power Rangers franchise, mm-hmm. yeah, because we were shown like it's a great fan mock up, but it was it was sort of a it was a sort of a full length shot of a, like a completed Megazord, yeah, yeah, and it was very much in the style of Michael Bay's Transformers. And I think we're past that at this point, aren't we? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I think Blocky's back in. Yeah, Blocky's the new Blocky's back, mate. baby. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and Rogue One is testament yeah. to that. Minecraft is testament to that as well. You know it. Mm-hmm. A billion playing kids, I blocks. can't be wrong, Mason. Children playing they with can. blocks. Yeah, that's right. Testing Duplo. Duplo. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Wilson will play Ocean Master. That's right. Uh, Aquaman's one of his villains. Yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. I like it. Is he his brother? Is that his brother? Couldn't say. Yeah. I should yeah. know that. I feel like I knew that. Now you, I no, 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 no. You shouldn't know anything about Aquaman. I'm putting my foot down. There's, oh, no. No, there's no call for knowing anything about Aquaman. We're going to have this brief period where we have to know, we're going to have to pretend to know some things about Aquaman. Then as soon as this movie comes and goes, we can forget everything about Aquaman again. The first time I went, oh, I like Aquaman. You let me that Justice League comic that we always talk about. Uh-huh. Justice League. Uh, it's the Grant called? Morrison run. It's yeah. uh, Unlimited? No, it's just JLA. United? Just JLA. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and basically... A, like a alien monster goes to attack him and he gives it a seizure because he's like, oh, you got a, like a fish part of your brain and he just kind of uh-huh. takes it out. It's awesome. Anyway, Ocean Master, good. Yeah, I th- James Wan's doing it. I think this will be a good one. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So that's uh, that's most of the Watchmen cast. Yeah, that's most of the main Watchmen cast cast over. in DC films. Uh, what so, about Madeline Ackerman? Ackerman? She's not anything yet. Neither is Jackie Earl Haley. Right, maybe yep. like one more person. Yeah, mm-hmm. who plays? Old Silk, Silk Spectre. Ah, uh, Carla Gugino. Yeah, she's not in either, is she? No, but she was in the great San Andreas, which one can assume is part of the DC Makes sense. cinematic universe. Enough buildings right? fell down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> I think you might need to... I know I got you to adjust this a little before we start. How about now? A little bit more. Now? Yeah, that's better. Okay, great. I do that every week. I should nail it. Do you move your head or do I just not test it I've properly? I've never moved my head. That's probably That's it. why I'm, I'm wearing... It's the brace. No, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm wearing a Batman Begins bat suit. I've been wearing it since the beginning of this podcast. I can't turn my head at all. <laughs> well, speaking of Batman, I'm glad you brought that up, Mason. Thank you. Perfect timing. You've waited three years and you've dropped that in at the exact <laughs> right moment. Uh, ben Affleck's Batman movie starts shooting in spring. I've got a quote from him about it, if you don't mind. Okay. Allow me to do it in my Ben Affleck voice. Here we go. I'm from Boston. If I could, there's nothing I'd love more than to direct a... Wait, 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 wait. Is I'm from Boston part of That's the part impression? part of the quote, yes. It's not no, it's part in the of... quote. Oh, it's not part of your impression. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay, right. I thought that was a substitute for a Boston accent. Is you yell, I'm from Boston at the shop, but it continue. Look, it's both. Uh, I'd love nothing more than to direct a standalone, iconic, great Batman movie, but it's been done. 
Christopher so Nolan. it's going to be a garbage one. <laughs> That's right. Get ready. Christopher Nolan did three really great movies. I'm mindful of that. I'm not in any hurry to jam the mediocre movie down the pipe. Uh, I really want to make sure <laughs> the if, Hollywood pipe. That's right. If we do it, uh, we get the great we get the great version and one that's worthy of the tradition of guys like Tim Burton, Christopher Nolan, and Christian Bale. Just to be clear, I am from Boston. Full yeah. quote. End quote. Hmm, it's weird. He, he mentioned he he certainly <laughs> mentioned all the bat the Batman directors, didn't he? <laughs> he did, didn't he? Mentioned all every single one. Yep, that's, yep, that's right. <laughs> I thought good. about it. Yeah. He also said that he wants to go. He, he's going into this movie with tremendous. Sorry, I'm from Boston. He's going into this movie with a tremendous amount, tremendous amount of respect for the people who came before me. Uh, Schumacher. Yeah, exactly. Do you? Then I was going to say, do you think he respects the one that he was in, mm. or the two? If you count Suicide Squad, it's not really a Batman movie, though, is it? There's, uh, there's some good Batman stuff in that Suicide Squad movie, though. The two minutes he's in it, yeah. Yeah, he's really good. Great, sure, yeah. <laughs> All right, stop. Just just keep just keep grasping at that. It's fine. I, he's a great Batman. I agree. Yeah. I think this will be a good one. Mm. Do you think so? Uh, yeah, all right. Good. We both agree. One reluctantly. No, he'll do it, right? I don't know. <laughs> no, man. I can't say. Okay, maybe maybe this will get you excited. David Ayer is to direct... Did he, say, did he say that if he doesn't get this right, he's putting this whole town in his rear view? Because <laughs> that's a classic, something Ben Affleck would I, say. I don't have that in front of me, but okay. presumably. It's presumably, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Ayer is to direct Margot Robbie in Gotham City Sirens. Mm-hmm. It's going to showcase the top DC female villains. Uh, speculated, car- speculated characters include Catwoman and Poison Ivy, uh-huh. with Megan Fox reportedly up for the role of Poison Ivy. Ooh. Reportedly, just a rumour. Mm. Uh, thoughts? Uh, and also Suicide Squad is two is still in the works. Still squadding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Suicide Squad, squad squabbling, I think it's called. Oh, okay, great, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah, David Ayer, huh? Yeah. Who directed that first Suicide yes, Squad he film. did, yes. Hmm, to some degree. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Mm. Yeah. So either... Do you think... Why, why are they launching into a te- team film? Do you think we should get, like, a Harley movie and a joke? Oh, it's going to be a Harley movie. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously, but, like... Don't you think, is that the way to do it? I don't know. I think they're just grasping at properties now. Okay. But at least they're giving us stuff that we haven't seen. Mm. Like we hadn't seen Batman fight Superman. We'd never seen the Suicide Squad and there's never been a movie like this. So from, from that perspective, mm-hmm. these are all, like at least it's original in that sense. Like the, the concepts. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't argue with that, can you? So none of this, no, you're just not. Uh... Why would he do it? If he did, if he really did lose control of that last movie, uh-huh. reportedly, yeah, exactly. Why, so what's, why, why is he doing it? Because yeah, clearly he had a bad experience with that last one. I mean, he hasn't said that. He's been pretty yeah. professional about it. But yeah. oh, maybe that's it then. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they just maybe they just like the idea of trapping trapping him in a contract. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Well, maybe he's got three and he has to do three. Yeah. And he's like, all right, what's the what is literally on the top of this DC Comics new release stack? Sure. Gotham City Sirens, great. I, no, you know what? I think they would, they just went. We need to build a Harley Quinn movie, and yeah. this is that movie. Yeah, and I guess that would be more interesting in a way than just a Harley Quinn movie. And who of the casts of all these movies who has mouthed off the most about his poor treatment? It's Jared Leto. So <laughs> he certainly I, I, my guess would be they were going to do a Harley and Joker film, yeah. And then he went, "You cut out all my scenes. I hate you." Yeah. Uh, and then they turfed him and they went, okay, what else is Harley in yeah. Gotham City Sirens? Gotcha. Okay, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, they're considering a Deadshot solo film. Yep. 
No, no surprise there. Yep. Will Smith's Collateral Beauty came out this week. Is that what it's oh, called? Oh, that's right. And it's a, what, what's it about? I'm going to spoil the twist for everybody, okay? Isn't it some sort of it's elaborate... A uni- it's a universe where he's lost someone close to him. I think it's a child. Uh-huh. And so he writes letters to love, death, and time. Or oh, and they're like represented that. by actual people, by actors. Yeah, well, and they turn up to be like, Will Smith, it's, it's us, it's me, it's love, and I've made a teachable lesson because they find his letters... Uh-huh. But it turns out that the people from his work found the letters and have hired these actors to go and speak to him mm-hmm. to then film him having these conversations. This is true. Yeah. And then digitally remove the actor from it. So it just looks like Will Smith is talking to himself. And so he's crazy. And so he's crazy, he's crazy. And they can take his company away because f- they're good friends or something. That That is actually the story. Mm, great. Well, it's it's because it's Will Smith Oscar bait season. That's what it is. Right, exactly. We got yeah. the, we got concussion last year. Yeah, because on paper this could be good. I mean, yeah, it sounds sure. bad. <laughs> on paper, it sounds good. Describing it on a podcast for the purposes of mocking Will Smith, it sounds bad. Sure, but on paper, it could be good. Anything on paper can be good. A big mm. old pile of poo. Not no. that. That's really not that. No. <laughs> So yeah, that that's that's happening. So yeah. I, I'm presuming the dead shots in the contract. I would love as well. a Captain Boomerang film. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, uh-huh. but they'll never do it. No, he's got no star power. No, that's everything true. He's, he's fronted has become a big poo on a piece of paper. <laughs> so metaphorically, no, literally. Okay, so you yeah. open the DVD case of yeah, mm-hmm. Die Hard Five. I'm sort of thinking of a Jai Courtney movie. Uh, anyway, what are we doing? Ben Mendelsohn news. Mendo. I normally wouldn't bring this up, mm-hmm. but it's it's Mendo week, isn't yeah. it? Isn't it though? Uh, he's going to play the show. All my suspicions about Mendo in Rogue One confirmed. <laughs> Well, not confirmed, but certainly you can't rule it out. Yeah, I, I, you, you know what? You're not wrong. That's right. Uh, he's going to play the Sheriff of Nottingham in that Robin Hood reboot that we sometimes talk about. Taron Egerton mm-hmm. is uh, Robin Hood. Okay. Which one's that again? <laughs> Kingsman. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're giving it a go. I can see that working. Sure. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. ready. All right. They're ready for round... How many have we had in the last 20 years? Five? Yep. Yeah. Are you including Robin Hood Men in Tights? Absolutely, there? yeah. Okay, right, okay. And there's also the Connery one from the 80s about old Robin Hood. Yeah, okay, yeah. Where actually he's... Can we also include First Night, which is the movie with Sean Connery and... Uh... I'm a big fan of First Night. Okay. It's not a good movie, but it's a great movie okay. in a lot of ways. Yeah, so th- there's a Sean Connery old Robin Hood movie, I think from the early 80s. There's the Robin Hood, the animated Robin Hood movie that you like because of all the anthropomorphic animals. I don't like this rumor that you're spreading. I don't appreciate it. But, uh... You know, the, the Sean Connery one, he's older in that movie. No, sorry, Russell Crowe's older in his Robin Hood origin movie than Sean Connery <laughs> was in his old Robin Hood movie. Interesting. If that makes sense. It does make heaps of sense. But when you're the greatest actor in the world, you can play any play age. Play any age, yeah. <laughs> All right. Star Wars news, Mason, before we talk about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Han Solo solo film will be shooting in February. Great. Uh, they're gearing up. Everyone's ready to go, presumably. Also, the episode eight trailer. You interested to know when that's going to land? Yes. When it's going to hit the net? Yes. Make a big splash? Yes. Uh, spring, according to Kathleen Kennedy, who runs Lucasfilm. I don't know when that is. Uh, autumn for us. Okay, great. Uh, the fall for American listeners. Correct. Uh, that the idea was to give Rogue One, Rogue One, some breathing space, and mm-hmm. I presumably this is going to be around the time of Remember celebration. Remember to adjust your clocks for daylight savings. Please do when. Episode 8 trailer comes out. <laughs> yes. Spring right. forward, you fall back. <laughs> That's exactly it. Unless you're in Australia when I think it's the opposite. <laughs> I can never remember. Neither can I. No, I know the one that's coming up for us is, 
we get an extra hour sleep. Oh. And that's what I'm about. My hot tip, just let your phone adjust itself. Yeah. And then get and then wake up refreshed for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You got more time to get great 20% off deals, Mason. Yeah, good. Uh, Finally. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother... Or sales. I definitely prefer, don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. All right, Mason, we got to talk about Rogue One. But before we talk, we got to talk about, are you doing the Star Wars guy again? What if I did? (laughs) 
My famous uh. character, guy who doesn't know what Star Wars is for the entirety of a Star Wars episode. Well, we're going to find out <laughs> as I do it today. Can I talk box office with you? Yes. Uh, it's going to have a, they reckon, around a US opening of 145 to 155 million. That's a lot. What is this? That's, that's lower than The Force Awakens, which you're probably not aware of. Which had two hundred forty-seven million. That's a hundred million dollars less. Correct. But it seems a lot. It still seems like a lot, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, that opening is not as good as uh, Captain America: Civil War and Batman v Superman, which you know. Of. I'm aware of them. <laughs> sure. Now that's still a massive big fan. That's still a massive the guy who doesn't know what. Okay, here's some continuity for guy who doesn't know anything about Star Wars. He just he just loves all superhero movies, like regardless. <laughs> Sure. He just loves them all. He just loves the he just loves the clashing colors. I understand that. He loves the action packed beats. Loves the costumes. Mm-hmm, yeah. And what's and all the He'd running probably about. love Star Wars if he knew what it was, but somehow, <laughs> some reason, it's, it's all gone over his head and he's missed the whole he's thing. Missed it. Uh-huh. Uh, but that being said, this is still the biggest December opening, second biggest December opening ever to the last Star Wars, mm-hmm. and the, and the second to hit over a hundred million. So there's been more than one of these. <laughs> there's been more than one. Yeah, mm. this isn't the first one that you've seen. Okay. Star Wars guy who doesn't know about Star Wars. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So what we're going to do this week, we're going to do non-spoilers as we normally do, yep. and then spoilers, uh, but we'll, we'll very clearly say this is the point, and I'll time code it um, mm. underneath. Yep. So there's, there's quite a bit to spoil in this as well, so mm. we'll, we'll dance around it, but look, if you haven't <laughs> okay. seen it and you don't want to know anything, probably don't listen to this at all. Yeah. Would you say that's fair? I think so. Yeah. Okay. What did you think the story was? Guy who doesn't know what Star Wars is couldn't possibly tell you. Why don't you tell guy who doesn't know what Star Wars is what the plot of Rogue One is? That's right. Guy who doesn't know what Star Wars is has turned it it back on you, mate. I hate this guy. Okay, basically, uh, it's set in a time just before A New Hope, the original Star Wars, which you haven't seen, but don't worry about it. We'll get to it. And the idea is there's a ragtag group of rebels who need to Mm. steal the plans to the Death Star, which is an ultimate battle station that can shoot a laser that can explode a planet. Ooh. They need to get the plans. This future sounds crazy. That's the thing, though, Star Wars guy who doesn't know about Star Wars. It's the past. <laughs> <laughs> also, what, the, the leader of the group, or one of the leaders, also her father was involved in the construction of the Death Star. Also, it's not a star. It's just a big metal moon. Mm. Is that, you're, you're okay with that? Yes. You're following? Okay, I'm going to retire the character for now of a guy who doesn't know what Star Wars is. He'll be back. I just wanted, I just wanted you to, to tell what the story was. I don't like it. It doesn't feel no, good. Right. It feels it's bad, horrible. right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, what'd you think? I had a really good time with this one. All right, then. That being said, yeah. it's missing some things. Totally. For example, character arcs yes. of any kind. Uh, I think there's, I, th- I think some of them have them. Mm. But, yeah, it's pretty thin. Yeah, all around. I can't there is, that. and again, without giving anything away, there's quite a bit of, uh, like, I'll, I'll never join you. Uh, I guess I'll join you. Seems pretty good. Yeah, I'll do it. And there's also a lot of, we need to go to a place and get a thing to get the other thing and mm. talk to it like a video game kind of. Yeah. Or like, just like, a, when you think and, or of the, like a narrative. Exactly. Like when you think of Star Wars A New Hope. Yep. Uh, you know, we do have, we have Han Solo who's like, I'm going to take the money and I'm going to take off. And then he returns later. Yeah. But we know that's because of the influence of Luke, yeah. Leia, and the, all the good guys who've imprinted on him some some good old fashioned values about about being a hero, and then he comes back. American space this, values. There's there's some there's some characters who are who are definitely 
they're not on board with the the rebellion or they're not on board with mm. you know helping out the cause in in a real way sure and then nothing happens to them and then all of a sudden they are on board yeah okay fair enough but other than that I did have a good time at this movie yeah absolutely it was uh, very Star Warsy yes it was wasn't it mm-hmm. it's extremely Star Warsy I think though on the topic of that there there is uh for certain characters it, I think it kind of works uh-huh. I I think. Uh, maybe not so much an arc, but their characterization. For example, like Cassian Andor. Yes. His his role in the Rebellion isn't like, I'm running into a bunker and shooting a blaster and doing a flip or whatever, uh-huh. and I'm a hero. It's like go into an alley and knife a guy yes. and then get out what and I then liked, cry yeah, about it What later. I liked about this movie a lot is that it was very Star Warsy, and it had you know all the big elements of Star Wars, like your super weapons and your space battles and et cetera. Yeah. But it also went down to a dirtier level of... We had this. We have this rebellion, yeah. but it covers, you know, presumably hundreds of star systems and 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 races and worlds and things like that. Mm. And they're not all exactly on the same page at all times. No, and they're not on the same page as far as what they need to do to get this rebellion to happen. Right, right. And so you have people. You have, you know, in the in the original Star Wars series, you've got okay, we've got to go in these big space battles, and we're going to do a trench run, and it's all about that. But then at a lower level, there's people like, well, we've got to get get our hands dirty. Yeah, and. I'm gonna kill an informant. Yeah, I'm gonna kill an informant. I've got to, yeah. you know, like torture, torture possibly an ally, and yeah, right, and all this exactly, kind of yeah, stuff. yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. And there's, and there's people, and there's 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 differences of opinion on the best methodology to to foment a, re- a revolution. Right. For some people, it is the space battles, and it's the showy stuff, and for other people, it's extremism. Yeah, absolutely. So it's really interesting. Yeah. Jin Erso. Yes. What about her as a character? Is that someone you enjoy? Do you think she had the most arc of anybody who's not having an arc in this movie. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, she sure. did. I mean, yeah. she she does she kind of does some coming around and whatever. Yeah. But I guess you're right in the sense that... Essentially what happened is somebody said one phrase to her and it rattled around yeah. in her brain and then she spits it out a bit yeah, later. Yeah, exactly. There's not that hand Solo moment uh-huh. in, the sen- in the way that you were talking about earlier. It's more of a kind of, I guess she was mulling it over. But also you can see there are moments where she's, you can see how she would be pushed or prompted to kind of do what's considered to be the right thing. Uh-huh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously she's got the drive of her father is heavily involved yeah. in the process. Uh-huh. And, I th- and I think it's a character also who she was given this this sense of right and wrong as a child. Yeah. And then she's sort of lost her way mm. uh, uh, quite early on and then she's lived a life where maybe that's that's more about surviving and, and yeah. looking out for herself. And then she's sort of been thrust back into this world and she has to... Yeah. She's not yeah. like a Luke Skywalker where he's like, I'm bored on a farm, I'm right, on an adventure. Exactly. She's like, yeah. I hate everything and I just want to get away from all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is Any other characters that stood out for you in particular? The blind guy, obviously. I was going to say Donnie Yen. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I I feel like this, because it's him and Baze Malbus, uh-huh. they're a team yes. of their former kind of the Jedi Temple kind of warriors. Yes, uh-huh. Who've kind of fallen by the wayside because of the state of the galaxy. Uh-huh. I liked their interactions, but I feel like we didn't really get a payoff in their friendship. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. I liked, I especially liked... Donnie. That's going to come up in spoilers a bit later. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I especially liked Donnie Yen, just from the perspective of he's a blind man and he's he can do martial arts. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, sure, like yeah. It was, it, was just, it was just really yeah. cool to see. Mm-hmm. Like a guy just kicked the shit out of 12 stormtroopers. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting that the, these guys are kind of disciples of a church of the Jedi. Yeah. Where they're sort of... Uh, and that would happen if you had these people who had amazing skills and powers. Yeah. You know, by right of birth kind of thing. Like they've just, they've got the power within them. Right. There would, people would form around them and sort of worship them and kind of 
aspire to be like them. And in some ways, like in Donnie Yen's character, that's kind of worked. Yes. Like maybe he isn't destined to be a Jedi, yeah. but it's through sort of sheer force of will. He's attuned himself to the force enough that he can do what he can do. Well, that's why I figured it because it's never specifically said that he is force sensitive, yes. but he can do things like, well, he can sense like a kyber crystal from, yeah. from across the room. Yeah. John. And there's little, like I've been reading the novelization as well. There's little nods as well that he can, he can pick up on things. And I think that's just because He's blind, for one, mm-hmm. and he's just knuckled down and kind of tuned into his senses. Uh-huh. And it's kind of, he's kind of willed himself to have some like low-level force sensitivity. Maybe like right. a Maz Kanata kind of... Yeah. Like he knows that he can sense it, but he can't... Right. He can't lift an X-wing out of a swamp. Yeah. But he's, what he's got is this awareness. Kicking a guy in the head, hitting yeah. you with a stick. Exactly. Man. Dodging a blaster yeah. blaster bolt. God, that Dodging was a good scene. a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. So many. Yeah. Who else is in this? Uh, uh, Alan Tudyk okay, as I, KT. I, I, I hated him. And really? I, no, I had a reason though. I, I think I would have liked him, mm-hmm. but I went to a midnight screening. Yes. And there was three people sitting behind me. Uh-huh. Three cackling hens, Mason. Oh, yes. And they would not... On a hen's night. <laughs> maybe. And they would not shut the fuck up. Whenever he said something, uh-huh. it was kind of like, Oh, we know him from Firefly. It's amazing. He's the <laughs> funniest character I've ever seen. Even before he'd go to say something, they'd be laughing. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. so mm. I couldn't enjoy that character on any yeah. level. Yeah. Speaking of midnight screenings... <laughs> At what point did you see the midnight screening? Because I know you went, you flew up to Sydney on Monday evening. Funny story, Mason. Yes, I've been working pretty hard at the moment. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was, inv- I weaseled you, my you way d- into the you only. Do, you're doing these Star Wars videos. You're working on that Walking Dead video, which you'll never complete. <laughs> That's right. Um, what do we got? Yeah, so I flew up to Sydney because there's only one premiere. They're, they're only screening, screening in one place on in Monday. Australia. On Monday, I got there with my partner. It turned out that it's on Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I was two days early. But so, you know, it turns out that I just didn't do any work and we went out and just had drinks and kind of mm-hmm. took a bloody ferry under the harbour and whatever. It was great. I had a great night. Good. But no Star Wars. I'm happy for you. So I, I was, did I was, it feel like a welcome relief? In a way it, it was. Did it kind of feel like you'd shown up to work <laughs> and they were like, no, we don't have a shift for you. You can go home. Because I knew what was going to happen. I'd see it and then I'd yeah. stay up and I'd be doing the review, which I ended up doing on Wednesday, obviously. Uh-huh. But... uh so in a way you're doing one right now in a way I am mm-hmm. but yeah so I, I, I flew to Sydney for nothing essentially great but yeah had a good had yeah, a, good bloody, a bloody good time you're gonna, you're gonna write that off when you text or something I can't for the purposes of <laughs> for the purposes of this podcast that could be listened to by anybody including the Australian Taxation Office are you gonna write this definitely off definitely not great yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> alright alright uh, so what did you think of him though the robot K2SO. I, I enjoyed his. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't think every joke that he made landed, no. but it's nice to have some jokes. Sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have enjoyed him more yeah. if I could, if I was able to at the uh-huh. time. Yeah. yeah. God damn it! I hate midnight screenings. I forgot how much I hate them. <laughs> Just uh, like to look. I said this the other week. If you're in, if you're enjoying yourself, great. Yep. But can you do it on a level that's not fucking raucous? Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Can you? And like it was got to the point where he'd say something and there'd be laughter and then they'd be like, oh no, that wasn't, he was just saying something. That wasn't a joke. Mm. Sounds like somebody's got themselves a new vendetta <laughs> and I couldn't be happier. Um, what I did like, you like about KT is that he, K2? K2, K2 yeah. Is that he was a, he was a droid with no filter. Yes. I thought that was good. Like if, if you took the filters off C3PO. He'd be racist. Or you let R2D2 speak. Well, that, I think that's what it was more so. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh-huh. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It was fun. Yeah. I, uh-huh. I, yeah. Probably. 
Probably you, you don't soon. know. I'll let you, you know, know when I see it again. Yeah. Uh, Saw Gerrera, that's a character that they kind of hyped up from the perspective of this is someone they've carried over from the Clone Wars. Okay, right. And it looks like they're going to be introducing him in Rebels. So he's from way back. He was trained mm-hmm. to some extent by Anakin Skywalker. Now, this is Forrest Whitaker's character. Yes. I have a question for you. Okay. Is Forrest Whitaker a good actor or is he not? <laughs> I've lost the thread and I don't know anymore. Have you seen Last King of Scotland? Actually, you have. I know you've seen it. Yeah, uh-huh. uh Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I liked him in Ghost Dog. I haven't seen it. It's just, I don't know. It's just this combination of the character. What's the, this, some of this? Yeah, there's a bit of that. There yeah. was a bit of, you've got to save the you got the, the rebellion. There's a lot of yelling and I didn't <laughs> yeah. know. No, I, is I, he part of the old school of acting where you just, you're stoic for a while and then you scream? I don't think he is. Huh. What, what, I, what I thought was interesting about that character was. Robot legs. Robot legs. And they're asymmetrical robot legs. That's right. He's got two different robot and legs. And he looks like he's made himself like a Darth Vader suit. Yeah, it had, a, it had, the, it had his rebreather had the mask. same sound yeah. as, as Vader's did. But what I liked is he'd, he's clearly, clearly been in isolation for so long and he's been fighting one more or another yes. for 25 years, maybe uh-huh. more, and he's clearly gone mad. Like yes. he's paranoid, he doesn't know who to trust. He's holed up in like a weird cave. Uh-huh. He's like killing whoever and you know reading people's minds. But mm-hmm. we'll get into that later. But uh, I liked that aspect of it, but the execution not as much. Okay, right. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Crazy hair at the end. Also, yeah, because you knew he was crazy, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, it was pretty good. You absolutely knew. Yeah, he I- should have had like the Star Wars equivalent of an Afro pick in his, his like a <laughs> right. l- tiny little lightsaber. <laughs> Just buzzing away, just a little wisp of smoke coming off it at all times. I think that would have been great. Now, for me, I mentioned this in my review, which you can check out right now if you want, Mason. Okay, cool. Uh, but I thought the pacing, especially in the first act, was I'm gonna, a can little I guess? all over the place. A slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, there was a lot of quick cuts to a lot of different location, locations. Yeah, there was, yeah. And to kind of... I initially, I'm like, is this ever going to end? Yeah. We went to about three planets in the space of three minutes. And yeah. I'm like, is this? Oh, all right. And you notice because of that, they they brought in title cards. Yeah. And there's a lot of aspects, which we've never had in a Star Wars movie. That's true. But there's a lot of aspects of this movie. We'll talk about the opening crawl maybe in spoilers, because okay. I guess that's kind of a spoiler, uh-huh. uh, that aren't traditional Star Wars movies. But I think the title card, that aren't like traditional Star Wars movies, but I think the title card thing was to be like, where where are we? Like, right, Because yeah. I don't think, I'm not sure if I would have, kept up as well mm, yeah. without them. Not that these planets meant anything to me because I hadn't heard of most of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most of them were new to me, but yeah. Um, yeah. So you, Have you any do- of them been in... The planet Jeddah, is that new? Yeah, it's new. Most of them are new, but I the one, ones I knew from like trailers and the kind of yeah, stuff okay, that right, they've uh-huh. released, but yeah. Uh-huh. There was one called the... the Was it the Rings of something? You know, the two asteroid one? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That was kind of stacked together, which mm-hmm. I thought was cool. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, lo- I love seeing a new location, but... Also, there was, like, no Star Wars wipes. That's true. Yeah, there was no transitions. And even, like, the way it's shot, it very fluid. No John Williams score. No John Williams score. Oh, we should talk about that. Um, yeah, like, the way it was shot was... It's all kind of more handheld, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, running about and, and all that true. kind That's of true. There was thing. some, yeah. like... Yeah, there was some, like, handheld video shots yeah. in this. Which I really enjoyed. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it's good if you're going to approach these movies in a different way. Yeah. And there was, there was like... There was like blur in the background as things were happening in the foreground, and there were, you know, there were, there was a lot of battle happening in the background when you know somebody was having a conversation or a yeah or a com, you know a battle you know Absolutely. combat in the front kind of thing. Funny story: the lenses that they shot this movie on were the same that they shot Ben Hur on, so huh. like old lenses, and apparently a lot of the so you can get these amazing shots, but getting focus is mm-hmm. a nightmare. 
I see. Yeah. But Maybe that worked in its favour. No, I, I think it absolutely yeah. did. Yeah, definitely. And it also worked in, in, the, in the sense of like this is a smaller scale version of well, it's not. It's not smaller scale. Mm. A lot of the stuff is just as big a scale as, if not bigger, of, of you know episode four or, or if not smaller. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we when we got down to the the dirt, mm. yeah, it was a whole it felt like a whole new experience. It felt like just a, just a more real experience. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Can't argue with that. Thank you. I'm not gonna. If no you don't good. Mind. Yeah. Uh we'll probably talk about this more in spoilers. Did you notice the reshoots? No, but I okay. never noticed reshoots. Okay. So, did you notice because of hair is the question. Uh, actually, the hair, hair was more consistent than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Because Forrest Whitaker has two hairstyles yeah, in this movie. Yeah, we questioned that initially in the trailers, yeah. but now there's obviously a reason for that. Yeah. Past Forrest. Yeah. C- current Forrest. Yeah. That being said, the footage of him with the shaved head from the trailer is clearly... that Him with the, the bigger hair, had to, that, was a, that had to have been a reshoot. Okay. Because there's footage of him talking to Jin when he's got the... Oh, I see. Right, right. So, but yeah, but yeah. there's, there's, shot, you know what? We'll, we'll talk about it. In, okay. In and there's spoilers. also some missing stuff that was very much in the trailer. Yes. And you know, there, in fact, some very dramatic shots from yeah. the trailer that I assumed would come up at some point, but never did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And look, even though I noticed this, and but it was more kind of in hindsight uh-huh. when I'd left, I went, oh, hang on a minute, that bit wasn't in it. So at the time, it kind of moved briskly enough, especially towards the end, where no, it, it didn't bother me, like. To, to me, I was sitting there and I'm like, yeah, this makes sense. Uh-huh. It wasn't like Fantastic Four where I'm watching it like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> you know, you could see it as it's unfolding in front of you, but this, yep. not not so much. Action sequences, you talked about them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you talk about Down in the Dirt, I loved how it captured the time period, but it added that, just that grime just kind of over everything. You've got yeah, your stormtroopers right. and also your variations on stormtroopers. Yeah, and, and the whatnot. very grotty looking sand yeah. troopers were nice. Yeah. Exactly. Like they're, they're clearly not like the CGI clone armors that they used yeah. for, for uh-huh. the um, for the prequels. Yeah. But even things like there's a stormtrooper who'd, who's been knocked down and they're going to get up and someone would just run past and shoot him in the head and just keep running. Yeah, right. <laughs> like uh-huh. stuff like that yeah. was, was really good. Would you take a kid to this? If you stole a kid from oh, the yeah, supermarket, if I stole would you, a kid, would you uh, take one? No, because we'd be in that one location and then the police would converge. <laughs> oh, okay, They'd yeah. have like two hours, so yeah, probably yeah. not. Okay. Maybe I'd put it on an iPad and give it to them. Yeah, sure, yeah. In the back of the yeah. car or whatever. Yeah. And then we'd drive and then I'd drive off a pier, you know? Because <laughs> sure. the cops ain't taking me alive, all right? <laughs> no, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would, you would show a kid this? No, actually I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. There's some pretty scary stuff, mm-hmm. especially towards the end, which again we'll get into mm-hmm. in spoilers. Uh, but the action I thought was great. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree with you uh, on that. Yeah. Space battles. Spattles. S- spattles. Some of the best I think we've seen in yeah, Star right. Wars ever. I think so too. Yeah. Better than anything in the prequels. Yep. Like it's kind of like, to me, I think the high watermark is probably the asteroid chase from Empire Strikes yep, Back uh-huh. and the uh, Return of the Jedi Death Star Yeah. There wasn't battle. really anything in terms of space battles in Force Awakens, was there? There was no space battle yeah, in right, Force okay, Awakens. There, yeah. there we go, yeah. So this was... This was kind of a real return to form. Yeah, it looked great. All the sets looked super authentic. Oh, man. That Death Star set looks super authentic. Yeah, doesn't it uh, just? Everything looked authentic. It looked, I don't know, just, just good work. Yeah, good totally. work, everybody, yeah. I'm just adding a thing for later. Mm. Um, I mean, a lot of it did follow the formula of a Star Wars, but that's going to happen. Yeah, well, you know, you've it got is to, a Star Wars. Here, we've, got to get, we've got to get to a thing to do a thing, and then you've got to blow up the thing. Yeah, that's right. You know? yeah, Otherwise, yeah. we can't do the thing unless yeah. you blow up the thing, you know? <laughs> that, that's that's exactly it. But mm. no, I thought that Sorry was... Sorry to spoil the whole movie there, but... No, well, yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. right. I'll edit it out. Don't worry about that. 
But one of the things I also mentioned in my review is scale. Yes. Is something that Gareth Edwards does. He's the Godzilla guy. Really well. Yeah. And the scene that kind of highlighted that for me, for me more than anything, and I guess this is sort of a spoiler, not really. You know that ATACTs are in this. Yes. They're the variation on the. I like how they were a different color. They had a nice. They were that their, their cargo. Their cargo transport. Yes. That's why, they, that's why they got the doors on them. Uh-huh. But uh, the first time you see one of them, yeah. it just comes through the smoke. And it's yeah. enormous. Uh-huh. And everyone's just like, shit. Like, cause there's that moment where you just, the, yeah. you know, you're, you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah, Like, spectacular. Really Same, good. we had, we had an, we got an ATST appearance as well. Pretty we good. did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just stomping about, mate. Yeah. Chicken walking about. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know it, mate. Mm-hmm. What about new vehicles? Cause there was a, there was a few. Not we had like the U-Wing. Yeah, I like that Pretty a lot. Pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had like the tanks. Yeah. Uh, what else did we get? There wasn't a lot, to be honest. It was, it was a lot of stuff we'd seen. Oh, the Hammerhead Corvette. That's right. It finally lives up to its name. Yeah, boy, does it. But that's... They've actually, they've actually showed up in Star Wars Rebels. Oh, and I can... Okay. Uh, it doesn't... The thing that happens in the movie... What, is that new or is it pre-existing? I feel it's no, pre-existing. No, it's not. It's, ju- it's just from Rebels. Like, they introduced oh, it. Oh, okay, right, right. Say, if not this season, the end of last season. Okay, right. Yeah. But... Uh, what their kind of hammerhead does in the um in this movie, uh-huh. I didn't know yeah. they did Speaking that. Speaking of that, like uh, the this these space battles, they looked so authentic to the ones in the seventies. Yeah, and yet they just modern, just putting modern day effects over it. Yeah, so just thinking of the they start, looked like models. Yeah, the, yeah, they were right, or they were. I don't they think so. Right. I think they would have built a lot of them, but no, yeah. they're all like when you see. The Star Destroyers floating out in space. Yeah. They look like exactly like the versions yeah. from the 70s, except like, you know, with tiny little modern details day details and, that yeah. make them look real. So I don't know. That, that's, a, that's a win in my book. Absolutely. And even seeing the Death Star in the other, in the, in the New Hope, you kind of, you see it from a distance and it's just kind of, you know, and whatever. Or you, you're right up close uh-huh. and you're in the trench and you're on the, the surface. But here, like, the, it kind of looms over. Like, you, yeah. they do some stuff with it, which we, Hadn't really seen before. They flip it upside down and yeah. kind of do all sorts of stuff. So they have it do an ollie. <laughs> they do, they yeah. have it do a seven twenty vert. Yeah, yeah. Off a half pipe. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darth- they roll it down a hallway. <laughs> Darth Vader. We'll talk about it spoilers. Yes, but for you, was that a satisfying use of that character? Uh, look, in many ways, very much so. Mm. But in the way of whatever they did to the voice in between. The last time they used James oh, really? L. Jones, awful. I don't know what they did. There's two things, you know. There's there's two things in this movie. Do you think it's just him get say, saying new dialogue? No, that you're but not I, used no, to? there's something wrong with it. There's something wrong with the timber. Maybe it's just me. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you got sensitive ears, mate. You know what? I look. Look, I won't. Just because I did my medical the other day, and they said they literally said the words "perfect hearing." I'm not, <laughs> did they I'm really? Not, I'm not bragging. Yeah, that's right. Oh God. Yeah, but look. Uh, no, I, I I didn't like it. Now you got me questioning. There's my something hearing. wrong with it's. There's not enough echo. There's not enough timber. I don't know what it is. But maybe it, it was the cinema you're in. Yeah, or maybe maybe, it, maybe not. I, I okay. I watch it again in a different place. I did. I watched it at regular cinema. Yeah. Regular size screen. Regular audio. So well, maybe. that was your problem right there. But yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, look, I haven't heard that complaint. All I, you know what? All but, I was uh, hearing was the cockroaches in the walls. <laughs> my hearing's that good that I was distracted by them. So if if. If you found that, actually, if people on Twitter reach yeah. out to us at Wikipedia Brown at Mr. Sunday Movies, I'd love yeah. to know if people thought the same thing about it that. Because it didn't feel authentic to me. Okay. There's so when a... he was quiet, you enjoyed him? Yes. Okay, fair enough. He had a swishy walk to him. Well, it was a different guy. 
Yeah, that's true. Peter, uh, not Peter Cushing. What's his name? Can we talk about Peter Cushing? Uh, we should probably wait. Okay. Well, right. let's, okay. The CGI was good for the most part. Would you say there is some wonky moments which we will now get into? Yeah, let me think. Yeah, we've covered enough. I think, yeah. yeah. Look, I liked, yeah, I thought it was pretty great, yep. this movie overall. Best movie ever. Definitely. I had a real good time. I think there are flaws in it. Yeah, look, I can forgive the yeah. fact that nobody had an arc really because we knew where this was going to go. Right, yeah. Mm. You know, we speed through it and I don't know. And I, I, I forgive it because the action was great. Sure. And I just, pretty good. I had a good time. I also, I agree. I think though, in this time period and the characters you've got to work with, there's some missed opportunity and maybe time spent with some some of them which could have been allocated elsewhere. Okay, right. Darth Vader in particular. Yep. Uh, yeah. But But overall, I think... I think I enjoyed it on the same level as Force Awakens, but I like them for different reasons and I fault them for different reasons. Okay, yeah. Force Awakens is pretty paint by numbers in terms of plot, yep. but the characterization of that is quite good. Yeah. I feel you kind of, you like the characters and I, I guess they're more endearing because that's the kind of characters that you get in a standard Star Wars yes. movie and in, mm-hmm. and in a movie like this, you get characters like this. That being said, they, like you said, there's not the arc that you would, yeah. you would, mm-hmm. you would tend to get. All right. Yeah. Spoilers? Spoilers. Okay, so here's... I'm going to give you a significant amount of spoilers because I'm going to say what I feel is the biggest spoiler of this film. Yeah. So please stop listening if you haven't watched this yet. Okay. It's big spoilers. We knew people were going to die. Yeah. I didn't think everyone was going to die. <laughs> right. But everybody died. Everybody died. It was almost like a race to see who could kill themselves the quickest. Right, yeah. That's what it came down yeah. to. Yeah. And some were... I thought it was interesting... The, the way that it's reminiscent of a war film, that some characters just died in a completely unnoble way. Like the pilot, he's just there. He's putting in the, <laughs> yeah. he's just putting in the, the, the connectors to the, the transmitter and he's, and he's there and he's done it. And then just a grenade goes in and he's dead. Yeah, and he's right. like, he, get, he gets this sort of forlorn look and then he's dead and yeah, that's it. that's right. Know? Like if he was Han Solo, he would have put a little bin over it or kicked it out the yeah, door right. or something. Mm-hmm. Just, but he's just like... I'm just a pilot. I'm just a guy. Yeah, I'm just a cog in this war machine. Yeah. I guess it's my time kind of thing. He really had a Doc Brown moment of trying to connect that yeah, cable, right? didn't yeah. he? Yeah. And you think, because that's, yeah. I assumed somebody would get out. <laughs> yeah, me too. But nobody. And I, you know what? I here's, here's who I thought would still live. Right. Uh, not the blind guy, but his friend. Sure, yeah. Because the blind guy's like, I should really know their names, but it doesn't matter. Churit Imway and they're Baze dead. Melba. They're dead, it doesn't yeah. matter. But I assumed that he would learn, you know, I'm, I'm... I'm the, with the force, the force is with me. Right. And he would learn that and he would escape and he would teach others perhaps. Right. But nope, he's dead. <laughs> and he's dead very quickly. Like dead within walking distance of the other guy. <laughs> well, I'd say death, dead within falling distance of yeah, the other guy. Yeah, probably. I did like the way the blind guy went out. I wonder when he's walking to... Because basically his death, if you're still listening to this what and you, you haven't seen it, what are you <laughs> doing? But his death is he's got to flick a switch. So he kind of musters up all the faith he can imagine and he kind of imagine and he just walks through blast of fire and flicks a switch yes and he doesn't get shot because either pure chance or the force yeah or maybe they're like i don't want to be the guy who shoots a blind guy right, <laughs> you uh, know what i mean yeah but then the other guy's just like i'll avenge you and then he shoots a few troopers and then he just takes a bolt to the head or whatever yeah happens, right and then that's what yeah. does he die in the explosion i can't remember i can't remember either yeah uh the droid goes out he gets shot a lot. Yes, yeah, so I was so times. happy when he was dead because I was like, "Thank Christ!" Right? Because okay. then nobody's cackling behind me. Yeah, it's well, done. This is something I was going to say, but I, it makes sense to save it till spoilers. Now, some of these characters I don't think we knew long enough. 
Yeah, to fair be, enough. To, like, I, I was kind of sad the droid died, but then I'm like, well, he was in it for yeah. 10 minutes. Like, he was entertaining enough. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah like, well, like when Saw Guerrero went out, I'm yeah. like, that's how you go out? Like, that's, like, that's the thing. And also... You've been doing this yeah. for 25 years. Like, K2... Clearly, it's meant to be an emotional kind of thing because you know he does. He's like, I'll hold him off, and he closes the door and all that sort of stuff. But he's only there because he's programmed to be good. Like right, we know yeah. in this movie that he's like, I'll, I'll, I've got your back because he made me do it. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. That's so true. it's interesting. He did. There, there was no moment where he learns the value of human life, and therefore he wants to save. Right. He just, he's just there because he's because he has to be. Yeah, like as no one told him that he had to defend them to the death. So it's interesting he did that without any more intervention. Like, yeah. So I guess that is interesting. So, so right. he chose to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you'd like it. No, I think that, <laughs> I think there should have been an element where he has a conversation with someone and they, they give him a tiny little tidbit of something. I think that moment was supposed it. to be she gives him the blaster. Oh, but I didn't okay, right. really feel no, that. No, I didn't buy that really. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. Mm. It's a weird database system. You know yeah, well, I mean? you know what it's from, I think. It's from outside the front of a movie theatre at the arcade <laughs> when you've exactly, got a, yeah. the claw game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, well, it's that, but there's also a sequence like that in THX 1138 oh. where um, using claws to, I can't remember. Okay, right. But it's in my Easter egg video. You can, I put a clip of it in if, if Love you, it. you want to check it out. But yeah, I was like, this is interesting. I don't understand why this is why it is though. Right. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me, but okay, uh-huh. whatever. Uh, who, who else dies in a... Uh, Bendo Mendo. Yep. Uh, gets death starred. Yep. Wasn't it a robot or was he? May have been. We, I mean, we haven't even I mean, talked about him. I mean, him. Vader choked him. Yeah, that's but true. But could have just been choking his circuits, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's choking it. Choking right in the circuits. <laughs> during his balls. <laughs> I know what you meant. Yeah. What did you think of him? We, we completely passed over We did him. pass, and we we didn't mention Mads Mikkelsen either. Uh, briefly. Okay, yeah. yeah good, good, good work from Mendo, I thought. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think... Shame he's dead now. A lot of the Tarkin stuff could have gone to him. Can we talk about Tarkin? Okay. Let's go to our famous segment, Tarkin about Tarkin. Because we were pushing for Cushion. We were, absolutely we <laughs> and were. And we got him. Yep. Uh, awful. Okay, I'll say that- Straight up awful. <laughs> no, no, no. I know some people are in favour of it, but I think it looked worse than if they put, put a version of Tarkin in Force Unleashed, and maybe they did, the video game. No. It would have looked about the same. Okay, I'll say this. The initial reveal, I'm like, that's quite good. Yep. But the problem is they've never used a character like this for the length that, that they have. Yeah, right. He's in it for maybe 10 minutes in total, which is a lot. Nine minutes too many. When you've got like Robert Downey Jr. young in uh, in Civil War, when yep. you've got young Michael Douglas or aged up Peggy Carter or whatever, yeah. it's like a minute and you're out. Don't give him a, don't give when you have a to chance look to at say, it for yeah. that long. Yeah, but I don't think it's even. I didn't think it was even that good in the first really section of it. I'm like, he looked like Snoke. <laughs> he looked like that. He was in that uncanny valley region. Yeah. He looks not. I think uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Civil War right. looked much better. I thought. See, I can always tell. Like, obviously, you always know. And because I knew he was dead. Yes. I'm looking for the for the creases and was the signs. This, was this another actor and they've put the ping yes. pong balls? Okay, right. Yeah, that's how they, they Andy circused it, but with a different actor. Did so he, the voice he, is slightly different. And do you think he looked like Peter Cushing initially, this guy? I can show you a picture of him. His name's okay. Guy Henry. Okay. Um, let me just bring it because up. Because I didn't, not for a second did I believe that he was really there or that he was having a conversation with Mendo or in fact anyone. Especially when he was standing next to a, next to a real person. Yeah, uh-huh. Something about the skin doesn't mm. quite, uh, you know this guy. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. And what's weird is they'll recast like Mon Mothma or they actually took her from The Revenge of the Sith. It's yep. the same actor from a deleted scene. But they, they'll 
put in a spend yeah. money on CGI Tarkin. There was something wrong with his mouth. Yeah. He didn't move like Cushing's mouth. Is Cushing's cushions. Cushing's lizard lips. That's right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you flat out hated it. Yes. Do you think if it was a minute, you would have you would have been forgiving of it? Like a minute and then maybe later you see him in a hologram? Yes. Hologram would have been a lot better. Agreed. If he was off planet. Save some money. And he, and he's, yeah, and, he, and he's just spending his whole time on the toilet Yeah. On it as a hologram. That's where all the people are holograms in Star Wars Universe. They're on the toilet. That's why they can't make it in because they're on the toilet. Anyway, it's hologram. Uh, yeah, if then all, all of it's forgiven Yeah. because there's enough static and whatever that yeah. you, you, you don't. You wouldn't notice You wouldn't it. notice, yeah. And I, I, I wonder whether if you didn't know he was dead, you would notice that. Yeah, I would have. And coming out, no, no, not you. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm right. saying most people. Right, okay. Like I'm saying that, you know what, coming out of it, I'm like, I don't know if you would, but now thinking about it, I really think that you'd be like, something's not quite right there. Yeah. And as I'm watching it, all I'm thinking is, this technology is not quite there yet. Mm. You cannot recreate a CGI person yet. Which which I think is fascinating because it's a Star Wars movie. Mm. They've got a billion dollars. But getting getting a person right, like recreating a person Mm -hmm. up close. Yeah, yeah. I think the eyes were real. Like they used his real eyes. Yeah, okay, right. Mm -hmm. But everything else was kind of, yeah, askew. Mm. All right, what did you think of Princess Leia? I thought much Awful. better. Really? I, <laughs> I much, hated it. Yeah. I thought much better because she gets one word. Yeah, I guess that's probably she's it, yeah. there and out. You know, no, that was done. like, I was like... Phew. Really? I didn't mind it at <laughs> that all. That was my reaction okay, to that. Okay, right. I think you didn't need that mm-hmm. at all. I what? liked it. I, You know what I loved about this movie is that it went straight into A New Hope. Oh, yeah, like to the like second. to the second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It went right, right, right up to it. Yeah. You know what I did enjoy? Talking about bringing people back. Yeah. They took some... Uh, some fighter pilots from the original Star Wars took some footage that some of it was used, some of it wasn't, and put in Gold Leader and Red Leader into that squadron battle. Oh, interesting. And you didn't even notice, Mason. Because I don't remember what any of them looked like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they had that vague British <laughs> They're all British, British up, actor. They're all look 50-ish, to... aren't yeah, they? Yeah, right, uh-huh. So, sure. but, but it's interesting they didn't put in Biggs. Yeah, right. Because he was around. They, they didn't put in Wedge, who would have been around, but I think that's because the actor hates... Star Wars, right, Dennis, sure, Lawson, yeah. Dennis uh-huh. Lawson, but no, I was like, "That's a nice little, that's a nice little nod." Mm. That's how you kind of yeah. like some Easter eggs. I'm like, "That's great." C three PO and R two D two in there for a second, blinking, you'd miss them. Some people hated that. I, I didn't like, mind it. That's I liked fine. it. Fine. Yeah, I liked they're, it. Now they're in every Star Wars movie. Yeah, as the tradition. That's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. as as the tradition tradition goes. What about Jimmy Smith? Yeah, fine. Look, I'll take him and leave him. <laughs> there was some. There was some. You know, there was some nice nods. Where he's like, my Jedi friend, or, well, you know, I'll, I'll get notify him or whatever. See, I thought that was a bit weird, especially the way he said it. Well, a lot of people have asked me on Twitter, what do I think about the destiny of this movie? Yeah. And I think, I think maybe they're referring specifically to that bit. Right, yeah. And also the fact that uh, Galen deliberately built in the floor into the Death Star. What do you reckon about that? I love it. I yeah, mean, yeah, I like it too. Yeah, yeah. I think because uh-huh. that will shut everybody up forever now. Yeah, there's like, a why reason didn't they patch that is it? the way it is. And when you think about it. The Death Star has presumably thousands of levels. There's mm. nobody, nobody could, there's no inspector going through it going, okay, well, just double check that this thousands of miles of corridor doesn't have a floor in it kind of thing. And also, maybe there's a thousand exhaust ports. Yeah, right. And this yeah. is the one. Like, well, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think it is because otherwise he could have said, there's one exhaust port, just shoot a proton torpedo in Yeah, well, that's, that's a really he, good he point. Wouldn't have yeah. to, you, he, they wouldn't have to go to the base. Yeah, they imagine could if they hit the wrong one. He could have just said it in the hologram. Yeah, you know, there's <laughs> one. There's one big hole. I put it in there. Just shoot at the big hole. You'll find it. It's right on the top. <laughs> it's right on the top. No, I think it's in the middle. Yeah, it's in the equator. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Uh what else we got? That's that's about. Who else died in a in a weird 
fashion. Well, at the end, the uh, Cassian and uh, Jin Erso died in a Terminator 2 style yes, they nuclear did. explosion. Yeah. Where presumably there were skeletons and then dust. Interestingly, yeah. yes. uh, Jin Erso, or what's the actor? Is Felicity, signed, Jones. Felicity Jones is signed on for another movie. I was gonna say, like, there's it's hard. It's gonna be hard to bring these people back. I, I think is you, it you either a do a prequel, prequel to this, but you, but, I, but you, how, how do you do that? The only way I feel like you could do it, maybe somebody swooped in at the last minute. But even then, no, that's see, that, really, was, that was because there's no. There was a blinding light. There was you need you'd need some sort of teleporter, which they don't have. Yep. A bunker, yeah. You need, on the a, beach. you need a bunker, no, because that, that that light envelops them like it's yeah. going, it's going fast. They, yeah. There's nothing left of them. Yeah, uh, and you can't force ghost them because none of them no. know how to do that, nor are they force sensitive. Yep. Uh, how do you bring her back then? Twin sister. No, Twin you can't. Si- I've read the prequel novel. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I think you could maybe put her in the Han Solo movie or something yeah, like that. That's true. You could put her in. You could have a last recorded video message. Sure, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. But I think what's probably happened is maybe not everybody was initially to die. Maybe they shot multiple endings for different actors. Yeah. Mate, you just sign on for two. Yeah. You, you, when you sign up for Star Wars, you just sign up for a bunch of them. Right. That's gotcha, probably yeah. what yeah. happened. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you turned up, but if they do a flat-out sequel, I, I don't. There's no way. I don't know yeah. how they could do it. Look, way, they they've could, already done a flat-out sequel. Yes. It's called Return of the Jedi. That's right. Uh but I think if they could find a way to do it yep. convincingly, I'd love to see that character again, all of them again. Because even though oh, some more than others, K2SO, you could have a date, like his memory put him, could yeah, be, exactly, yeah. put him in uh-huh. something else. He's never shot in the head. No, he's not. He not, take, not that necessarily his data tape is in his head or his AI is in his head. Or it but, must be because she shoots that one in the shoulder and it, and it goes down. That's true. So maybe it's in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. But uh, no, I, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? i got a question for you. Okay. Uh Darth Vader. Yeah. I loved the introduction. Uh-huh. The castle on Mustafa, yes. which is the place where he had the terrible thing happen to him, mm-hmm. where he choked his wife and then he rolled into fire and he had no arms and legs also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's clearly just gone, you know what, I'm going to own this. Uh-huh. I'm going to build a terrifying castle on this lava planet where the worst thing imaginable happens to him. So it is the me. same planet. It's the same planet. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, right? When I saw that, that, that was for me was a highlight. Yeah, okay. Because I was telling you this before the show, they've been, they've gone to include Vader's volcanic castle planet. Yep. Since Empire Strikes Back, there's concept art for it. Uh-huh. There was talk of putting it in the Force Awakens. There's concept art for that, mm-hmm. but they finally got around to it, and I bloody loved it. Yeah, it was really just good, this yeah. real sinister Lord of the Rings style, mm-hmm. crazy over the top. Yeah, right. Black granite castle. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And that guy wasn't the emperor either. It turns out the guy who was kneeling. No, that's true. Just some guy, just yeah. some acolyte or, yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I like the idea that he has to be in the back he, He's always in storage. Yeah. Because yeah. he'd have to be surely, because he's so fucked up. Yeah. And the suit also, it's not pleasant for him. He doesn't like. Seems uncomfortable. Him. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, that was that was terrific. Mm. It is followed by a scene though, where he makes a joke. Did that bother you? Well. I mean, he is a dad, so he's going to make some dad jokes, isn't he? I didn't. I was okay with it. Yeah, don't choke on your ambitions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think, is there an example of him doing something like that in the mm. other movies? No, I don't think so. Is it, okay, maybe that's the last remnants of Anakin Skywalker. Mm. I'm enraged at my treatment by Grand Moff Tarkin. Hi, enraged at your treatment of Grand Moff Tarkin. I'm Darth Vader. <laughs> 
It's a little little exchange there between That's Mendo and good. Darth Vader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but the voice though, no, no good for no you. No dice, not for me. No. And then he disappears for an hour and a half, maybe. Probably could have come back. I Absolutely. would have liked to see him make an appearance on on the beach. On the beach would have maybe. been great. I would I, I, just sweeping his lightsaber through the water. Yes. Splish, splish, splish. <laughs> Knocking over sandcastles. Yeah, that little, yeah that's right. Mm-hmm. But I think, I thought he was, look, the scene that everybody remembers yes. is where he's in the darkened corridor of the spaceship, you yeah. hear the breathing, the lightsaber like snaps on, and he just kills 20 guys in a row. Yes. And it's amazing. It's a massacre. It's a horror movie massacre. <laughs> it, is, it really is. Yeah. He's just bearing down on these like, Guys are hitting the ceiling. He he puts the he, yeah, he throws one into the ceiling and then he cuts him in half. <laughs> yeah. Like that guy's already dead. <laughs> but no, there's the one that's and they're trying to get the plans out the door and yeah. he puts the saber through him and rips open the door. Yeah. So ah, oh, it's so good. Yeah. But it's it's not long enough. I think we needed one more scene. I I don't understand if if you're in this time period and we'll probably go back to what we'll probably see him again. But what an opportunity to have the band of rebels each attacking him with their own specific skills and he's just knocking them down. Yeah, I guess so. That's like, true, yeah. Like, imagine the blind guy with a stick wrapping him over that the head. Said, I agree with what you're saying, but I don't. I did not envision that happening. Yeah, I sure. Mu- I, I know everybody wanted blind guy with a stick versus Darth Vader. Yeah. But I don't think that... That doesn't play with the uh, that doesn't play well with the idea of Darth Vader as being this unstoppable no, monster. No, but I think that's why you jump him as a group. Yeah, but I think if you if you go okay, well we've each individually got skills and we're going to team up and we're going to get him sure. kind of thing. I think that takes away from the idea of Darth Vader as a monster. I think there should have been another scene mm. where he just cuts through a whole bunch of dudes, but I don't think it should have been the Rogue One team. Okay, I think it's best they or never some of them. Been. No, because he would have killed them. See, I think you could have you could have crashed a spaceship into him. He's all messed up. Right. And then okay. they're just chipping away at him. Yeah. Which again, I, I've said this in before, and that's why he's slower. Because he's not slow at all. No. He's just tearing through through guys down that corridor. I think maybe in the in the latter films, in the latter time period, he's slow because he's filled with self doubt. Okay, but even when he fights Obi Wan Kenobi and he, he self doubt though. And he, yeah, I guess so, because yeah. he got cut up real, real bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna yeah. be in your head, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh but no, I think I would have much preferred just another scene where he's, I don't know, destroying Just doing more, something, anything. Yeah, destroying more rebels. Yeah. Why, why have you got Grand Moff Tarkin in for 10 minutes and Vader for four? Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, yeah. Surely Vader's cheaper that as well. That so good. It's so good. Ah. Yeah. I and that. again, just the end that it just turns directly into, they put him on, they put, they give it to, they give it to the bloody next yeah. guy and then he takes it to the ship and then he gives it to Princess Leia and then presumably a couple of hours later, episode four happens. Exactly. Right. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you think it was a little abrupt, the ending? No. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, because it really, it, it built and built and built and built, and then it was just Yeah, done. good. I yeah. liked it. I liked it a lot. Okay, fair that's enough. A, that's a bloody space opera for you. <laughs> it certainly is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else we got here? Okay, the Hammerhead Corvette. Mm-hmm. I love that. I it was pretty was good. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uses uh-huh. a Star Destroyer to shear off the top of another Star Destroyer. I'm disappointed uh, we didn't get Akbar. Yeah, we got White Akbar. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Who's based off Winston Whack-bar. Churchill. Whackbar. He's based off Winston Churchill. Really? That guy. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. That ship went down, though, didn't it? We will it? fight them on the beaches. <laughs> it wasn't. Mm. You reckon just swap Akbar out for that guy, maybe? No, it doesn't matter. It's fine. <laughs> but you wanted to see Akbar. Yeah, I guess. Do you think Akbar got a promotion? Because they're like, our Winston Churchill's dead. Maybe. We need a, yeah. Even though the right. orange race is the lesser race of Akbars, mm. of Mon Calamari, yeah. now is your moment. Yeah. He used to be a, a shuttle pilot for in the old canon for Tarkin. 
That was his. That was his job. Oh, and he and he uh, he defected. He defected. Well, okay. he was a slave essentially. Interesting. But, yeah. Okay. What do you want to talk about? What was cut? Yes, please. Uh, the Tie Fighter. Yep, zipping up on the top of that tower. Yeah. We didn't see that at all. Who was supposed to be in that? No, I didn't know. Just a Tie Fighter, maybe. I don't okay, know. Okay, right. Uh, there's a bit where they're running across the beach, and the ATACT is like shooting at them. Yep. And it looks like she's holding the plans. What I think initially happened was. There were two platforms they had to get to. Yep. They went and got the plans from one side, had to cross the beach and get up to the to the satellite right. dish. That's what I'm presuming happened. And initially it was going to be a Fast and the Furious 7 situation where they just <laughs> leap a TIE fighter from one building <laughs> to the other. I understand. Uh, Mendo on the beach. Mendo on the beach. What, what was... I feel like he... Would you yeah. watch uh, some sort of Discovery Channel documentary called... <laughs> Mendo on the beach. Absolutely, I would. Beaches, yeah. Bloodlines is kind of like Mendo on the beach. Oh yeah, pretty good. Bloodlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I think also the way that he was dressed, him being in the water, him having a blaster. Yep. We never kind of saw what made him different than the other. Beyond the fact that he was a robot, definitely. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, I do. Yeah. Like he mm-hmm. was kind of more hands-on because he would he would go down to the ground, but he wasn't particularly tactical. Yeah. You know at the end when he's like to Jin Erso, who are you? Yeah, yeah. Do you care? Do you even ask that question? No, and they only really interacted like once. Yeah. Prior to that. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they in the prequel novel, they, well, oh, she's see, a kid, right. but right. he doesn't, doesn't really, really know him. You know what? There was, I'd say for this, this movie, for this movie wasn't very emotionally affecting for me personally, because yep. it's, you know, it just kind of wasn't built that way or I didn't kind of feel that way about it. Uh-huh. But the hologram scene with Galen Erso, I really liked. Yeah. Where he's, cause he didn't, Mads didn't have a lot to do. I felt in that, in this movie, but he bloody knocked that out of the park. That's true. Where he's like, Hey, listen, I'm sorry about everything, but look, I'm trying to make it right and whatever. Uh-huh. And she's like, <laughs> my emotions. Emotions are got him. Yeah. yeah. And especially when you consider the fact he was standing on a green screen doing that to nothing. That's so true. Yeah. Good on him, mate. Mm. Yeah. You bloody, you bloody did it. Mm. What else happened in this movie that we can, uh, we cover everything. Let me think. Uh, there's a bit also missing with Vader when he's remember you see the reflection and the red surface. Yeah, and he's standing yeah, yeah. in front of the red plans. tactical plan thing. Yeah, uh-huh. none of that. Yeah, yeah, where's all that? Did you like the uh, the fact that uh, uh, the Death Star could operate in one reactor mode and just blast a, yeah. a city or whatever? That's fun. <laughs> what I thought was interesting though, when they're like, "Hey, do you want to blow up this planet?" and Tarkin's like, "Nah." Yeah. So is is he thinking? Nah, well, he's like, I want to make a splash. I want to do this on a world that matters, and this is some dog shit. Planet. No, I think I think that was part of his. I think he knew that Darth because remember Darth Vader's like, mm. oh, you've you've built this weapon and you're gonna, you think know, you're you pretty, think you're pretty good, mate. Yeah, I think I think he was like, what are you gonna blow up a planet and 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 tip our hand kind of thing. Mm. And I think I think he knew. I think Tarkin knew that he didn't want to take the fall for. Like tipping off the rebels about this super weapon, so he oh, wanted okay, he wanted right. bloody Mendo to take the fall for it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Because at this point as well, yeah, the 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 council is still like the the government system is still in place. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a mockery, but mm-hmm. it still exists. Yeah, so more like the Algae bloody government. I tell you what, mate, <laughs> wouldn't read about it. <laughs> All right, what else have we got? Anything else? That's it, I think. I Hang think on. so. Uh, I got some reviews Lightsabers here. Lightsabers, that happened. Yeah, pretty maybe, good. Maybe this will get us talking if something else comes to mind. Got some mm. reviews. Uh-huh. Uh, a Fed says on Twitter, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod, I just saw Rogue One. I'm not that impressed. The story was good, but it was so hard to care about these characters. Yeah, look, I, f- I feel shades of that. Sure. I think you're right. I don't think we have enough time. We didn't have... There were, there were a lot, and we didn't necessarily have enough time mm. to learn to love them all. Fair enough. Like, when you think about Force Awakens, 
realistically, we got two more characters. Yeah. And the rest we've known for 30 years or whatever. So. Do you think it was the balancing of all these different characters that it didn't... that they struggle with, maybe? Not necessarily. I just don't think there was enough screen time for everybody. Yeah, but does that come down to balance, I mean? Oh. We've got nine characters as opposed to two new characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay. It's from Savvy13 Sing. Uh, just saw Rogue One. Felt like every decision had more weight to it than any other Star Wars movie. Yeah. Can see that. Oh yeah, because it was it was important, wasn't Good it? Good input. I it love was important it. things. Yeah, uh, it's from Mark with five or six arms. Ours, sorry. <laughs> How many arms does he have? <laughs> Sounds like one of those Star Wars monsters you keep talking about. I think Rogue One is just a mediocre movie with some great moments, about on the same level as Episode Six for me. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it, in terms of this being kind of a dirtier and a grittier movie, mm. I think this one takes the edge. But, okay, yeah, because yeah. there is a lot of Ewoks in. Yeah. But the thing is as well, and I said this in my review, I said a lot, but uh, <laughs> I think the start and the end of Return of the Jedi are incredible. Mm-hmm. It's just all that shit in the middle. In the middle, you're right, exactly. Yeah. No good. Yeah. Yeah, so this is just weighted differently in terms when of When we did the Return of the Jedi God, we- commentary, <laughs> I remember thinking, oh, this is this is going really well. <laughs> and then my brain just assumed we jumped from... Luke rescuing everybody from Jabba's palace to the end bit, but there's so much in the middle, it's no good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. David uh, David Stewart W says, Saw Rogue One. I must confess I was bored during most of it. I didn't care about the main characters till uh, till till the end. But Donnie Yen, smiley face. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from Caleb. Uh, saw Rogue One. Uh, Donnie Yen's got my yen. You know it, mate. You know? You only deal in Japanese currency? Correct, yeah. Huh. yeah. Does that make things difficult? I mean, in the movies, certainly, yeah. <laughs> Uh, saw Rogue One and uh, Bitcoin I sure Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. that would make things equally equally mm-hmm. difficult yeah. I imagine saw Rogue One a best movie ever was there too much hope and destiny which we kind of covered a bit I don't they, think there was that much there was a lot of rousing speeches though which I didn't care yeah, for yeah oh that's right we didn't we didn't really talk about that that there's mm. like specifically uh, Jyn Erso's told revolution, uh, rebellions are built on hope and then it just rattles around in her head. Yeah. And, and she at the end, she's like, re- re- Revolutions are built, built on, built on Revolutions hope. are built. What was it? <laughs> what, <laughs> what did you say? What did you say that time? <laughs> yeah. And I didn't, it, it, there was some, I don't know. I felt there were some odd turns. Like, uh, what's the main, what's the main guy? Cassian Andor. Cassian. He just goes from. Cassian, South American Han Solo. <laughs> oh, yes. He goes straight from, you know, killing an informant just to get away. Yeah. A guy who's helped him out, he's just going to kill him to, for a brief distraction. And then. He goes from, well, I better kill Galen. Oh, no, I won't. Yeah. There's not really any... Sure, why didn't he? I, yeah. I guess it's... Big, I took that as... I see what you mean, you're right. Mm-hmm. But I took that as that he now he knows Jyn Erso and he's like, oh, I can't really... Oh, yeah, okay. That's that how sense. I took it. Yeah, but, okay, but I right, can see right. why... No, I don't think that was fleshed out yeah, yeah. enough. Uh, this is from Damn Wags. Uh, I absolutely love Ro- Rogue One. It'll go down as the most underrated Star Wars franchise film. It's worth watching a few times. Mm-hmm. So I think generally people are positive, but I don't think it was the the kind of knock it out of the park movie that I know that I was hoping to see, and uh-huh. maybe you as well. This is pretty much exactly what I thought it would be. Okay, cool. I enjoyed it, and it was good, uh, <laughs> but I wish there was more Darth Vader. I wanted one more scene. Just one. Just one more. Maybe just him mowing down like... Rebellion. A garden hedge. Yes. Rebellion garden hedges. Rebellion garden hedges. That one looks like Akbar. <laughs> now it looks like the Emperor. He's that good. <laughs> Imagine just him on a beach and there's a re- like a rebellion speeder bike coming at him and he yeah. just chops it to That's bits. What I, yeah, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. You're right. Look, it doesn't have to necessarily be the crew, yep. but 
you could have like they, they've been they've done it in the comics, yeah, yeah, and it was great, and that's what I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Like he could fight a hundred guys at once. Yeah, why don't we see or that? a thousand kids? <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. So, look, maybe we'll see it down the line, but I just, I really think people probably felt the same way if you're a big Godzilla fan about Gareth Edwards' Godzilla film. Uh You could have, you could have really done some cool stuff with him. I mean, you did, but you could have done more. And maybe that's what they wanted to do to be like, let's just leave him wanting more. Let's put in like the best scene of the movie. And it probably is, if if not, uh it's up there. And then leave people going, oh, that was great. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't want too much, I guess. Well, I guess I guess we're running out of empty space in which to put a cool Darth Vader scene. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't mind. Maybe they'll do something between uh, Empire and Jedi, and, and yeah, maybe put him in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, Felicity Jones, she's back. Yeah, as a clone of herself. Pretty or great. Something. I don't, yeah. I don't know. All right, Mason. All right, we talked about that. We have. Yeah. You know what it's time for now? Oh, our famous segment. What we reading? What we gonna read? I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? How long did we talk for then? I don't know. Has that recorded at all? Yeah, man. It's been recording okay, for too long. We have, we have better equipment now, so we live we, in constant fear of it. We do not understand it, yeah, nor do we trust that's it. That's right. Uh, in the spirit of Star Wars, I read the first issue of Star Wars Dr. Aphra. Have you read any of the Star Wars comics before? No, but I understand. You should she, read Darth Vader. I understand then. she's in Darth Vader. Yeah, man. Right? Yeah, have you yeah. read this one? Uh, you yes, I have. Yes, pretty good, right? It's I, good I like it. I like she's it. She's sort of a she's sort of an anti Han Solo. Yeah, she Dr. kills Aphra. like a Han Solo Indiana Jones type at the start. Yes, exactly. Alert, I guess. Yeah, she's very much in the mold, and she's got an evil C three PO and R two D two, and an evil Wookie. Yeah, and she's a like a. She's a smuggler in the sense that she is an archaeologist. She's a rogue archaeologist. A rogue... I can't do it. Rogueologist can't do it. Anyway, sorry, go on. <laughs> uh, and, and she uh, she specialises in sort of ancient weapons and robotics. Yes. And kind of stealing them. And uh, she's apparently... She was previously in the employee of Darth Vader Correct. in some yes. capacity. Yes, yes. But now she's sort of on the run from a whole bunch of people. And it's uh, real good. I like the character. Yep, I agree. A lot of sass. You should definitely go back then. Okay, cool. Uh, Is she she in the Star Wars series proper or just the Darth Vader series? uh, Darth Vader series, I think she crosses over a bit because the the main Star Wars series and the Darth Vader series cross over in Vader Town. Okay, right. Where they crash Darth Vader on a planet and then they attack him, which was what we probably could have seen in Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But but no, initially with the character, I'm like... Ah, oh, she's kind of like a, and she's grown out of this. She's like a Darth Vader fangirl. She's like, oh my god, I love oh, you. I see, right? I love what you do with whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. no, I don't like this. But then it, it, yeah, she develops she's more. got that sort of, she's got the sort of Han Solo amorality that he mm. that he had before. You know, he met Obi Wan before and he became a coward. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. That's the, exactly the words that I was thinking of before being frozen, scrambled his brain. Yeah, that's right. And he became a dad. Yeah, ruined his life. Yeah. All right. Well, it did, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, didn't it? What have you been reading or watching? Or I, I was watch, I've been watching Dirk Gently on Netflix. Oh yeah. Uh, so this is from this is from the late Douglas Adams. It is, uh, yeah. Of Hitchhiker's Guide. It's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's um. This is the second. Is this the, this might be the second or third Dirk Gently? Oh really? There was a there's a British version. Is this, okay. is this British or American? No, it's American. Yeah. Okay, because there's a British version as well. Oh no, the, though the Dirk Gently in it is is British. Okay, but, right. Uh, it's him and um, what's his name? Elijah Wood. Oh yeah, cool. But uh. Initial, like, it, it gets to the point where it's just like episode after episode after episode of no answers and just weird shit. Right, okay. And initially it's like, oh, this is fun and how does this all tie together? And then it gets to the point where you're kind of like, 
is this all going to, when is this kind of, kind of, is it going to tie in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it does in a big way. Uh-huh. So just as you're kind of getting sick of it, well, I was. And uh-huh. no, I'm, I'm not finished it yet, but no, man, it's, it's is solid. Is this a I'm Netflix exclusive? Uh, I don't know if it is because I think it might have been released before, but it is now. It's, all it's right, all cool, man. Now, all right, I'll check it out. Also, I watched uh, the TV series Atlanta. Maybe you've heard of it. I'm recommending it to you. It's very you? good. Yeah, yeah. Are you, Mason? Yeah, it's You really know who good. my character is? The guy who's never heard of Atlanta. It's more niche than your Star Wars oh, yeah, guy. It's pretty good, yeah. What happens in it? Um, anyway, you it's like a, it. It's about the rap game in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure, yeah. Which a lot of people on Twitter have since informed me is quite accurate. Oh, yeah. good, because we didn't ask about it. Look, it's fun, but it's kind of grim. You're yeah, right. Man, yeah, man, yeah. That ending's pretty Do- grim. Yeah, Donald Glover's it's good. It's bittersweet. In a way, isn't mm. Isn't that life, though? Yeah. 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 It's like ebbs and flows. Ebbs and you, flows. You know what I didn't watch this week? What's and I, that? Oh, I could have. Oh, no, yes. <laughs> Get out of here with your buddy, ah. Steve. Uh, you know the movie Passengers with Chris Pratt and yes. Jennifer Lawrence? Uh-huh. I had a screening on Friday. Yes. And then I heard it wasn't very good, so I didn't go. Uh, so it's not out here till, I think it might even be early January, but I think it's out in the US before that. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not, I've got a lot of work to do. I'm not driving the other side of town to watch a mediocre sci-fi Jam movie. Jam Factory? Jam Factory. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah, good good call. No good, mate. Yeah. So even if it was just okay, I'm too old. <laughs> I'm too old. I'm too tired. <laughs> did you end up watching Arrival? You did. No, I haven't. Have you Neither seen it? Neither have I, no. See, that's the other thing. I'm like, if I'm going to see a movie, I'm going to see Arrival. Yeah. I'm going to try and get to it this week, but because mm-hmm. Christmas is coming up, I don't know whether I can. Yeah. Oh, Mason, I wish there was a next segment to distract me from my thoughts of not seeing Arrival. Oh, oh. well. No, no, it's Letters. Oh? Yeah. There it is. The classic one was Letters, oh, Letters, we love you. Some Letters, they're only a day. Right now, we're going to do letters. <laughs> Mason, because it's Rogue One week, yes. Uh, I thought all these letters are going to be Rogue One themed. Very good. Oh, Star Wars themed. Uh, so not as good. Not as good. So wait, I mean, what themed? He's back, <laughs> oh, no. baby. Yeah, we're going to do the letters <laughs> theme as guy who doesn't know what Star Wars is. Good luck. Uh, I should, if you if you haven't seen Rogue One. Um, yeah, I'll put in the time code and um, mm-hmm. maybe give it a give it a skip. Yep. So I apologise, but when else are we going to do an all Rogue One letters theme? Never thing, Mason. That's right. Okay, this is from Matthias yes. Matthias Atkinson. Good hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. That's how you reach the show on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rogue One spoilers. Uh, this is what he said. Do you think it's ethically right to bring back Tarkin? Do you think they they should have recast? Do you think his? You'd, they'd have to get approval from Surely his family, there's right? Some, yeah. I mean, maybe they own his likeness, like Lucasfilm owned it. But even then, no. You'd, like, I think they would own they would own Moff, they would own Tarkin as a character. Yeah. But I would say it'd be like you know when they do a video game video game adaptation of something, right? And if you want to get Jimmy Smith's for the Force Unleashed, you got to sign him up for it. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I, no, I'm sure the I'm sure the family got compensated. Though, I would hope so. I know that there has been like trouble with this in the past. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I think they had to jump through some hoops to get Marlon Brando for the Island Superman, of Doctor Moreau. That's right for Superman Returns. And Lauren, he couldn't jump through any hoops at that point. That's right. He's a very large man. Lawrence Olivier, Olivier yes. is in Sky Captain using stock footage, huh. and there was a big kind of controversial, controversial kind right. of thing surrounding. But they're not. That. See, the thing about that is they're not. They wouldn't be using him in any. 
like they wouldn't give him dialogue that he didn't say or anything oh, like that. Oh, okay. You know I what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If it's stock footage, then it's just him smiling or waving or in a rocket ship or whatever. That's fine, yeah. No, he was a weird hologram or something. I can't uh, remember. Okay, well, that's, that's, I'm sure if they own the footage, then. Right. Well, they, they, you know, purchase the footage or whatever, it'd be fine. And surely, like, the family, Cushing's family, would have, like, signed off on what he's doing. Because if he comes out and he's like, I've pooed my pants or something, yeah. then obviously they wouldn't be out. Of, I mean, that's out of character, but mm-hmm. yeah. why is that the first thing I thought of? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, obviously, I'm sure there must be like, well, what are you doing specifically? Right. How much screen time? What are we getting compensated? Who's the yeah, actor totally, and, yeah. and whatnot? I'd love to do an episode on actors that they've brought back from the dead for movies yeah. or like kind of recut. Cause there's mm. a long history of that. And there's quite a few to go through. Like, like the crow, there's that Bruce Lee movie, uh, that, that weird crap, Bella Lugosi movie from like way back. Planet from outer space. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen, I don't know if I, it's one of those things where it's so bad. You have to see it. Look, know. you know, the, the thing about that movie is sure. It's bad, but it was, it cost five bucks to make. Yeah, that's right. A much worse movie is a movie that costs $150 million and is profoundly terrible. Sure. Transformers. Which one? All of them. Okay. Any of them. Pick one. doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, good stuff. No, I do find that interesting though. Like the ethical kind of, I don't know. I'm surely though, I think for actors now, you'd have something in your contract to be like, mm. if I die, I do not want this. Right. Like I'm yeah. sure most of them would have something I think I think it's much more likely that the contracts have something in them that says if I die, bring me back in every yeah, way. Unless, yeah, no, I, 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 I reckon agree. it says unless specifically I poo my pants. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> in which yeah. case, no. Yeah. Mm. Unless I specifically do say I don't want it, then I'm in for all future things with my likeness for the end, until the end of time. This movie's also got me thinking, though. Do we even need this? Like, do we need it? Are we are we short on actors? Where we got to bring back people for scenes for like ten minutes in, in entire movies? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just got... No. Mm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll talk about it another week. Yeah. Connor McGuinness says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod, after seeing Rogue One, I really want Darth, oh, Darth Vader solo movie rather than Han Solo movie. Ooh. Thoughts? Darth Vader movie. Uh, is it going to... Uh... Let's say Hunting Jedi. Uh, good question. Uh... Could you frame a movie around him where he's the lead? No, I think it'd be much better to frame it as he is a monster. Yeah. Like he's a bogeyman of sorts. Bogeyman covered in bogeys. A man covered in bogeys. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That everyone is in fear of. Yeah. Or maybe maybe like a horror movie where there's maybe a Jedi who is trapped in a and yeah, like a whatever. New, yeah, like a new Jedi mm. who is the last of his, you know, his band of Jedi and yeah. he's on the run yeah. from Darth Vader and it's, yeah. Maybe and they're that. in the maze from Alien vs. Predator, yes. underground ice pyramid. Yes. Mm. Perfect. So like a haunted house movie but with Vader. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. That's kind of what we got in the last scene of this. Yeah. Oh, wait. You can, you can edit that out. No, this is all spoilers. Oh, this is all spoilers. We already okay, said great. it, Mason. Oh, all right. Luckily, I covered for you, mm-hmm. mate. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is from Marcos Canales. I'm sorry, I definitely spe- uh, I didn't spell it wrong because you spelt it, mm-hmm. but I said it wrong. Do you think we'll get new editions of the original Star Wars trilogy with Rogue One troopers and or ships added? Not Hashtag these days. No. Yeah, I no. think if anything, we're going to go the other way. We're, we're f- finally going to get the original original films released, yes. unaltered and mm-hmm. whatnot, just kind of touched up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that's true, not because... The current people who are making Star Wars movies have any particular reverence mm. for the originals. It's more that 
we've just gone all the way around the cycle to the start again. That's right, yeah. We've gotten a million extended, expanded special editions, yeah. and everybody's got theirs and thrown out their original, so now it's time to bring back the original so we can buy them again. That's right. Or just download that version that people made online, that super high def yeah. copy. You, mm. you, you know about those, don't you? The one made of ASCII characters, the little animated version. <laughs> no, okay. somebody, you know about this. Somebody's taken the original trilogy and taken all the extra shit out of it, uh-huh. but also like done it in a super high def Blu-ray quality great and you can download them for free because if you're not look that's what happens if you're not going to let people buy them this is what's going to happen creativity yeah also fox own in a few years fox fox own the rights to the original star wars forever uh-huh. but every other movie is disney's now huh yeah fox how do they fox. sneak their way in it's because they were there from the get-go um. remember the drums at the start of the movie that's right dog we've both gone insane at the same time also that now opens an x-men movie instead of a star wars movie Mm -hmm, which some say isn't as good Mm -hmm. i would never say that no i would it's true true. okay uh that's the show for this week mason yeah the show i hope you enjoyed it i did enjoy the show i just want to say for next week assassin's creed is out in all places of the world but not here okay so we won't be talking about it also we Merry Christmas. Next week is Christmas. Yeah, it is. And because it is the holidays, or the world over, uh-huh. uh, depending what you believe in, happy holidays, Mason. I don't want to offend anybody, specifically you, because mm-hmm. I know you hate Santa Claus. Correct. Yeah, but... I feared him as a child. I wouldn't sit on his lap. <laughs> but... Uh, I trust him. We might just do like a shorter version of it. Is that true? You never said that on never his lap? Never on his lap, never. That is completely reasonable. Yeah, I know, That right? is completely... You don't know him. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, everybody, I've, I've edited, this in, edited, edited this in. Santa Claus Real Talk. We're going to talk about Santa Claus right yeah. now. So if you've got kids in the car, we don't want to spoil the magic of Christmas for them. Don't worry, he's coming. It's very exciting time of year. We just want to say some stuff to, about him to your parents. All nice stuff, isn't it, Mason? Absolutely, it's All the be nice gifts stuff. he brings, mm-hmm. all the candy canes that he... That list he's got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We hope you're all on it. You know, I was a kid, I never believed in Santa. And it wasn't like... Neither did I. Yeah, it wasn't like... A, I wasn't the kid who spoiled it for everybody. I just shut my mouth. I'm like, I don't think this is true. But I didn't say anything. I wasn't that kid who's like, oh, I saw my parents putting out presents. I uh-huh. figured it out. Shut up if you're that kid. Yeah, I don't remember. I, don't, I have no memory of ever believing Santa Claus. Maybe it's an Australian thing. Yeah. Like, there's no... We should, put this, we should put a spoiler warning for this. We're so gritty and real. <laughs> Santa Claus real talk. Yeah. There are people listening to this, but they're bloody kids, mate. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like at no point. And I think at one point... I just idly, like as a seven-year-old or something like that, I idly mentioned in conversation to another seven-year-old, you know, about Santa Claus not being real. And then the teacher came up to him and was like, now you all know that Santa Claus is real, right? And I went, yes, Santa Claus is real. But at the time I'm thinking, I'm going to go home and tell my parents about this. This this grown woman who believes Santa Claus is real. This is incredible. Okay, that's the end of Santa talk, isn't it? Yeah, good. There it was. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, we can't do Assassin's Creed. So I thought, look, we might just do a news episode next week and yeah, just cool. keep it short. Mm-hmm. Maybe do a few letters, but people understand do some that. mailbag. Yeah, that's right. And the week after, maybe we'll dip into the famous Weekly Planet Pod at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, good. See Lord. what's in there. If you've got any crazy fan theories, oh, this, no. Next week is the week for crazy fan <laughs> I'm theories. I'm not reading them. Don't just tweet them at me at Wikipedia Brown <laughs> on Twitter. Just tweet me a fan theory with a link to a Reddit or something like that. I'll read it. We'll talk about right any crazy fan okay. theories. About anything. Anything? Anything. All right, then. Yeah. Could it be real-life stuff? Yes. So, like, Bush did 9-11 and whatever? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, okay. conspiracies and truth-telling, obviously. 
the two things we're going to talk about. And the week after that will be our final episode of the year, which we'll do a... Though it might actually spill into New Year's. Ooh. I'm not sure. But that will be our kind of best of 2016 yeah, episode. Nice. And then we, uh, it looks like we're taking a couple of weeks off this year. Oh. I'm bloody knackered, mate. I'm going to the beach, <laughs> baby. Yeah, baby. Okay. Uh, well, as I should mention, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you leave a like or a comment on this, Apparently that helps because YouTube's being weird at the moment, Mason. Did you know that? The algorithm's all... Oh, really? Being a little passive-aggressive? Who knows, mate? I've got no idea. But mm-hmm. apparently that does help out or it doesn't. Oh, great. So if you want to support the show... It's all about engagement. Apparently so. Or mm-hmm. it isn't. I don't, I don't know. Mm. Where can people find us? Oh, if you want to find us, you can go to uh, Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter and Facebook and to Gmail and Bandcamp. We've got all the original uh, Star Wars audio commentaries up there and all these prequel commentaries Six. up there. Films. Six. Six films. are the best, baby. <laughs> Hitting them for six. Six and, runs. And for people asking, we'll do Force Awakens before episode eight next year. Yeah, cool. And then I guess we'll do this Something one else. For the road yeah. one for the Han Solo one the year after. Star Wars train never ends. Uh, and you can find me at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. You can find me at Mr. Sunday Movies. If you would like to support the show somehow and. Too keep... bad you can't. Yeah, that's right. You're going to starve, dog. Sorry, mate. <laughs> You had a good run, though. Now, if you want to, you can go to uh, uh, patreon.com slash Movies if you want to kick in a buck a month or something like that. Kick you can in a go buck. to the Amazon affiliate link, which is in the episode description underneath uh, Santa Claus Real Talk, and uh, you can buy just whatever you're going to shop for on Amazon anyway, and we get a kickback somehow. Yep. Uh, what's another thing you can do? You can go buy T-shirts on tpublic.com. There's yep. all kinds of crazy designs in there. Thanks to our friends. Fergal Quigley and Matt Young and the Golden Legend, all the greats. Definitely. Thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our themes. Thank you to everybody who's, li- again, who listens to the end of this, yeah, this particular man. segment. What are you doing? Yeah. Also, shout you. out to Raw Collings. Yeah, one of our, the, at the Weekly Planet. He had appendix removed because he wasn't eating enough grass because that's what it's for. That's right. He stopped eating grass and that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Never stop, Mason. That's right. Uh, so he's doing well. Great. So that's maybe good to know. shoot him a bloody thing on Twitter. Yeah, say at hi. The, at the Weekly Planet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, hey, eat more grass. Oh, you can't eat grass now. That's he's, right. He's grass it's too late. It's too late for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can you imagine not eating delicious grass oh, every so day? <laughs> How's oh. he going to live? He's, he's, sadly. <laughs> certainly. That's yeah. a lot, I think, isn't yeah, it? That's a lot, yeah. Uh, anything else? No, that's what it. Else do I, what else do I sell at the end of this? Listen, just thanks for listening. Thank, act, that's exactly yeah, right. Thanks for great. listening, subscribing, saying, send us a nice tweet. It's all great stuff. It is, it is isn't it? That's right. what I reckon. I'll see you next week, Mason. Grab Dad to Jam, everyone, and James, and all the people. You know I will. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 